Welcome, treasure hunters, to the final episode of Lost and Found. But remember, we are and always will be the richest show on the internet. I am Jasmine. And I am Olivia. We are still your guides, even after this episode, to the quest, your quest, our quest, everyone's quests, of riches and treasure. So, let's get hunting one last time. I am so excited about this week's treasure. Yay! I think it's the only one we actually have a good chance of finding. I'm pretty sure the owl. We have the clue. <laughs> this one's on American soil. Oh, never mind. Found it. It was hidden only 10 years ago. Oh, we actually have a chance. Yeah, and in true treasure hunting spirit, they're honest to goodness clues. I speak of none other than the fabulous treasure of Forest Fen. So let's get right into the history. First of all, Forrest Fenn, amazing name, great for a treasure hunter, which he actually was. While oh, he, cool. Yeah, it's a guy. <laughs> for, wait, the rise of Forrest Law from Tekken. It reminds me of Forrest Gump. I guess that's the correct answer. There's no right answer here. <laughs> Is there, though? Maybe. Anyway, while while Forrest Fenn was in the Air Force, he would go around fighting, finding, not fighting. <laughs> fighting people, just let's go. Finding priceless artifacts and adding them to his collection. After retiring, he started an art business with another amazingly named fella, Rex Aerosmith. Stop. I am his name's not, not Rex Aerosmith. It's Rex Aerosmith. Oh my word. Um, Forrest Fenn and Rex Aerosmith <laughs> together. They bought things from poor artists and sold them, along with his artifacts and even forgeries, yeah, of artists like Monet. So basically, he's kind of a thief and a forgerist, and he actually got in trouble with antiquities law, but he wasn't charged. Why? I don't know. Did he have lots of money? He just got away with it. Gotta get away with Anything. Be rich. Be rich. (laughs) But back to the treasure. In 1988, Fenn was diagnosed with cancer, and he came up with the idea of hiding a treasure that anybody could find as his legacy. He like beat the, the cancer. Guy. Yeah. Except he didn't get hit by a car. True. Or an accident. I don't remember anymore. That was like a week ago. <laughs> he beat the cancer, but about 20 years later in 2010, at 80 years old, he got an antique bronze lock box, which is 10 by 10 by 5, so very small, but also about 20, 42 pounds. And inside, he hid a treasure worth over a million dollars. Specifically, there are ancient figurines, a 17th century Spanish ring, gold dust. A throwback to episode we got, one. We like got our cover our bodies ago. in it. <laughs> gold coins, gold nuggets, gold discs, jewelry, his autobiography. Like <laughs> 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 Put in the I know, it's inside a jar. Get out of here. And a very old necklace. <laughs> and his favorite bracelet, which can be traded back to him for ownership of the rest. Nah, I want 273 diamond sword. <laughs> You're right, that's such a better treasure. Oh, man. But, um, instead of a legacy, this time his motive was to, quote, give people some hope. And also to get people out into nature. So he announced it with his memoir, and to help people find it, he composed a little poem with nine clues hidden inside, and I'll read the poem now. As I have gone alone in there, and with my treasures bold, 
I can keep my secrets where, and hint of riches new and old. Begin it where warm waters halt, and take it in the canyon down, not far, but too far to walk, put in below the home of brown. From there, it's no place for the meek. The end is ever drawing nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek, just heavy loads and water high. If you've been wise and found the blaze, look quickly down your quest to cease. But tarry scant with marvel gaze, just take the chest and go in peace. So why is it that I must go and leave my treasure for all to seek? The answers I already know. I've done it tired, and now I'm weak. So hear me all and listen good. Your effort will be worth the cold. If you are brave and in the wood, I give you title to the gold. Uh, the general consensus is that the clues are as follows. One, begin where warm waters halt. This is most likely referring to a place in a river where warm water turns into cold water, which is marked on maps. Oh, wow. Yeah. Two, take it in the canyon down, not far, but too far to walk. So you probably have to drive and park your car. Three, put in below the home of brown. Four, no place for the meek. Five, the end is drawing ever nigh. Nigh, other than close, can also mean left. Oh! So on the left. Six, no paddle up your creek. So maybe hmm. shallow water where you can't use a boat or kayak. Seven, just heavy loads and water high. Possibly a waterfall. Eight, if you've been wise and found the blaze, look quickly down your quest to cease. I believe Fen has hinted also that the blaze is the color white. And finally, hmm. nine, but tarry scant with marvel gaze. Fen has also said that he wants to be laid to rest near where it was found, so it's likely in a very pretty place. Uh, Fen has said that nobody has told him the clues in the right order, meaning that all of the clues maybe have been found but not solved. In addition to the poem, hmm. Fen has given a few more hints. First, that you only need the poem, a map, and basic geographic knowledge to find it. Oh, good. That's so much easier than scientific knowledge. I know. Stop. Don't use all of the access to the internet <laughs> and whatever the last thing was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> second, second clue that he has added is that he, an 80-year-old man, hid it in one afternoon and he didn't walk more than a few miles. What so the just thing is... Near it? He, he does live near it. That's the thing. Everyone knows it's somewhere in the Rocky Mountains because yeah, he lives he lives near there. And everyone's but like, probably with New Mexico. New Mexico? New Mexico. Yeah. Hmm. Um, third, it's between 5,000 and 10,200 feet. And lastly, it's out in the wild, not associated with the structure. It's not in a graveyard, mine, or tunnel. One final thing he said is that several people have come within 200 feet and many within 500 feet of the treasure. But he went back in July 2017 and the treasure was definitely still where he had it. <laughs> where he hid it. He needs to be careful that he doesn't get a car accident. Yeah. So um, most people say it's, it's near his house uh, in the Rocky Mountains. I have a new idea. What's the idea? <laughs> They're so all bad. It's very unethical. We'll just put a tracking device on him. Oh, and when he we'll goes back wait. to check on it again. Yes, we'll track his patterns. Here's my plan. It's probably a good one. Maybe. I don't know. I don't agree with the consensus of the nine clues, mostly because I'm an English major. And a few of the clues just don't match up with how you analyze a poem. Because if you look at the punctuation, you can see more natural breaks. Like, I I didn't show you the poem, but yeah. there's, like, commas and stuff. Yeah. 
wait, wait, <laughs> is this man a poet, though? No, but, mm. I mean, everyone knows how to work a comma. To divide that's by. true that's true my biggest edit would be to combine clues four and five no place for the meek the end is drawing ever nigh that would be one clue now as well as clues six and seven no paddle up your creek just heavy loads and water nigh because those two are connected by the word just so it seems like they're kind of one thought so that's two new clues we have and that is the exact number i find in the last stanza which is completely ignored by all the other treasure hunters, despite the fact that he literally instructs readers to listen good at that point in the poem. First, your effort will be worth the cold, and maybe it just rhymes with gold. Or maybe the box is in an actual cold place. Oh. And if you... So really high on a mountain. Yeah. Because altitude. And the other thing is, like, where warm waters halt, so the water's cold now if you keep following a, a river. So there's that. And second, if you are brave and in the wood, that is a location. Everyone already knows it's in the woods, but, you know, clue. (laughs) We're just definitely sure it's in the woods. Yeah, I have like a sneaking suspicion that the treasure is maybe inside of a tree or a hollow log. And the bravery has to do with sticking your hand in a dark hole that might have a bug inside. What if we're talking about this and giving away all of our things and then someone goes and takes it? Jasmine, do you really think people are going to listen to our podcast? My mom's probably going to listen to it. She's My parents going. aren't even going to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it. What would we do if we what? actually found, like, I know, yeah, they're all probably ridiculous. What would we actually found any of them? Um, I don't know, charity? <laughs> so... I have some code-breaking tips. You're right. So and that we skills. can solve the code. The problem is, it's not when it comes to a poem. It's more of, if someone writes random letters and symbols, and like for the last treasure, mm-hmm. I can help you figure it out. Yay! And if not, you're going to need Olivia, because she's just going to read the poem. I know poetry. Because English. <laughs> English major. Uh, so... Hold on, let me count. Once again, I didn't do numbers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight tips. Oh, wow. I am ready. Eight tips. Write them down, viewers, because, you know, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> That made so much sense, Jasmine. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> so, tip number one. Scan for single letter words. Oh. And this... Uh, Especially for English. So this is for like, like A and I. Yeah, scramble stuff. Or even just like if you have a symbol, oh. it's like a square. Mm. And there's a triangle. And there's a square and triangle that could be an A or an I. Okay, so then the second tip is you want to count how many times the symbol appears in the puzzle. Mm. For English, E is the most used letter. Other languages, you have your most used letter. <laughs> I don't know what. You I'll have even, it and know it. You, you, if you don't, just search it. Use your whatever the Google is in your country. Um, pretty sure it's still Google. <laughs> you're probably right. But either way, English or English E appears the most. So if there's the letter that's that the most, it's probably gonna be an E. And a tip for like all code breaking uh, with symbol scrambled things or not use a pencil please like you don't want to use a pen then you have to scratch it out you might break the paper yeah and you like 
Yeah. You just don't want to. Like, we make a mistake. We all make mistakes. <laughs> PSA announcement. <laughs> Let's take it down. Let's get serious here. But we all make mistakes. <laughs> but yeah, you're going to, you want to use a pencil. So you can just write down like what you think it is and you can see if you could find words or not. Fourth is try to decipher words that are two, three, or four letters. So English, two letter words tend to be things like of, to, in, is, it's. Prepositions. Prepositions. Tip number five is double letters. Um, these are super helpful because same simple twice. And these tend to be like double L, E, S, O, or T. D for Captain Kid. Yeah. Double and then D. Captain Kid. I just talked about Captain Kid. That's all it was. It was just. <laughs> It was just a love letter. <laughs> that was the real treasure. <laughs> oh, man. So for six repeating letter patterns, because things repeat. So like I-N-G and T-H and S-H and E-R and R-E and those things. Those just, if you know your language, it helps. <laughs> you know the patterns of your language. It helps to know your language. <laughs> quote of the year can we get a shirt <laughs> helps today you order it on a pillow <laughs> no and then for english i'm not so so much sure other languages but i do know french because there was in french but there's apostrophes these so are many apostrophes so many but so also many helpful if you're an english person or English speaker. Not person. I'm not. Oh, boy. Here we go. There tend to be followed by S-T-D-M. S-T-D? <laughs> Save the dates. Oh. Or the other thing that's not forge approved. <laughs> All right. Um, and then tip number eight. Don't, if you have a thing, don't forget to try the simple Caesar cipher, which is basically... Ooh. Shifting. Shifting each letter by a certain number. Yep. Gotta have that key. Yeah, gotta get that key. Or you have to make your key. The real moral of the story is be patient, look for clues around, and try to create a uh, pattern or a grid that you can use to figure out what you found. We're Jasmine and Olivia reminding you for the last time that the real treasure is the friends you make along the way.